Hello, welcome to a special episode of the Feel Wealthy Show. This is our first guest roundup episode. I am going to dive in a little bit into the why behind this guest roundup. I feel like I see these roundups on podcasts in general, and there was a very specific strategic decision behind why we decided to do a roundup, and that is surrounding the new year, the goals that you're probably in the midst of making happen, and all of that good stuff. So if you're brand new to the Feel Wealthy Show, the concept that we are really focused on here is how can you focus on feeling wealthy now instead of waiting for later. So a lot of us are pursuing something more in our lives. And I think as high achievers, as people that hold ourselves to really big standards, a lot of times we don't allow ourselves to feel fulfillment, to feel enoughness, to feel happiness, joy, warmth, whatever it is that you want to feel from the goals that we are aiming for until we have all of it all at once exactly how we think it's supposed to look. And the problem with that is we often don't even get to feel it once we get there because we change our vision of the goal as soon as we get to what our original goal was. So the whole concept here at the Feel Wealthy Show is that we need to work on practicing the art of feeling wealthy, feeling elevated, feeling abundant, feeling enough, feeling joy, feeling happiness, feeling fulfillment, all the things. If we ever hope to feel it later from the things that we are ultimately hoping to achieve. So that's a big kind of overarching explanation, but what this boils down to here at the Feel Wealthy Show is what we call the Feel Wealthy List. The Feel Wealthy List is very simple. It's a list on your notes app, probably on your phone, and you can title it Feel Wealthy List or Feel Whatever It Is That You Really Want to Feel List. And what this consists of are things that you already have things that you hold in your possession, hold in your hands, things that you've already experienced that make you feel wealthy, elevated, abundant, all of those things right now in this very moment. So I started making a list of my own probably a year and a half ago, maybe almost two years ago at this point, um, because I realized that I was having trouble giving myself credit for anything that I had achieved. And I had achieved a lot, but I had a weak muscle when it came to feeling enough, feeling quite honestly abundant or wealthy in the moment. And so I started making this list and what was on the list were like gold earrings while I'm wearing workout clothes or um, this very specific lipstick gloss kind of hybrid from Hourglass called Phantom Balm. That's one of the things on my Feel Wealthy list. I'm putting a finishing salt or sesame seeds or some kind of crunch on a meal that I've made to give it a little bit more texture, things like that. So all of the episodes that we have had up until now have talked about the feel wealthy list and capacity. But if you are moving toward any sort of goal in the new year in 2024, 
I want this to be the year that you stop reinventing the wheel if you want to be more present in your success and your abundance. So I thought it would be a really good idea to give you some ideas from our past guests that you can maybe pull from and say, hey, I actually do have that thing too. And I want to put that on my feel wealthy list, or I have a version of that. I'm going to add that to mine, or um, that's something that I'm really actively working toward right now. Maybe I can put it on my feel wealthy list once I have it next week or next month or whatever. So I really wanted to make sure that you weren't starting from scratch because I think starting from scratch is a really faulty mindset. You don't, you hardly ever have to start from scratch in a process, in a pursuit these days because you have so much information available to you. I know that that can be a curse as much as it is a blessing, but I wanted to give little clips of the feel wealthy lists from our guests in 2023 so that you can get started and see if any of these align with your own list, get your own list started, all of those things that are really going to help you. If it doesn't help you reach your goals, it's certainly going to help you feel the process more, feel more fulfilled within the process. And so I hope that this is really helpful. I am excited to dive in. So here we go. Our first feel wealthy list, our first person's feel wealthy list is Lacey Seitz. Lacey is a business coach. She's my business coach and she is sharing a few things on her list with us here. I have not put a lot of thought into this, so I'm just going to like tell you what comes out of my mouth. But the first thought was very clear to me. So Uh I'll share that one, which is so funny. Yeah. Being able to give out full-size candy bars for Halloween is it for me. Yep. Mm-hmm. That is literally the first thing that always comes to my mind when I hear you talk <laughs> about this concept. Like when you ask me that question, it's like I can see that in my head. Like I just remember like Kenny and I being like, oh my God, like we're going to be that house. Like, I know. Right. Yeah. Like, when you're little, that's like that house is like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's so And awesome. it's funny. I actually have a box in our fridge still of them mm-hmm. that we gave mm-hmm. out for Halloween of the full size ones. And I just like keep it there because it just makes me so happy to look yeah. at. Mm-hmm. That's so fun. And honestly, like as an adult, when you think about it now, like buying boxes of candy bars isn't that much money. Like it's no. not going to, it's not like $5,000 or something right. to buy the candy bars, but it is so, it feels so extra. And I love that so much. And just thinking about like to a kid, like that feels like, whoa, we hit the jackpot. And like, that's the fun part, right? Exactly. I think it's like what that, like, I remember what that felt like as a kid, yes. right? So just being uh-huh. able to kind of like, like, rem- like, I remember when the house would be like, oh, here. And you're like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. <laughs> so lucky, right? Kind of thing, right? So yeah. To, like, yeah, it's totally about that feeling, which I think is a, a commentary on like wealth too. Like it, mm-hmm. I think when we most feel wealthy is when we're like doing something for other people or creating yep. a feeling in other people too. And I, that is what I always notice for myself too. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. Okay. What's number two? Okay. I love jewelry. Totally my thing. Has been since I can literally remember like Mm -hmm. being like three. So I just always wear jewelry and like even Mm -hmm. to go to to bed, like I do not take it off to go to bed usually. Yeah. What kind of jewelry? Like I always have on a necklace that has like Bennett's name or initial or something like that. I always have on bracelets. I like sleep in my earrings. Mm -hmm. Like 
it's just like, I, even when I'm like in my pajamas, there's something about like always having that on, yeah, especially because yeah. like, I've always loved jewelry. And so when I was younger, like thinking about like, oh, when I'm an adult and can buy what jewelry I want. And so like, now mm-hmm. I just like relish in it. Like, I'm like, I'm never taking this shit off, you know? Yeah. yeah. I love that. I feel like I always aspire to look like a hot Pilates mom. Like that's how <laughs> oh, I define yes. it. Like a woman who's just going to Pilates because she doesn't have anything else to do during the day. And she has all her jewelry on and her makeup done and everything. I mean, that sounds so terrible, but it's true. Like going on a walk with jewelry, anything with jewelry, like, it's just like, oh, like she means business. She's not just like running an errand or whatever. Like this is like even she when we, is like, who Venice she is everywhere or something I yeah. like to wear it because it just feels like there's yes. a vibe right yeah, mm. for sure I love that okay do you have a third one I don't even know how many you have so I'm just gonna keep going yeah we keep okay going. um this one is old I guess because I haven't really done this since Bennett was born because I was like I don't know if this is like great for him or not but candles mm-hmm. were always my feel wealthy thing mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I love to always have a candle burning in my office in the main room of our house like I just feel like it's an immediate vibe shift mm-hmm I feel like he's getting to the age where that's probably fine now, but yeah, I just didn't like, you know, when, know when he was a newborn, if that was the thing, but right. It's so like, oh, I love it. I love holiday candles. I love the experience of going to get candles. Like everything about it is like mm-hmm. so juicy. When and you- I especially like a, a, a really nice, like once a year candle splurge where I'm like, okay, candles like $50. That's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. And also like it, it makes me 50 times happy. Do you have like, this is like a two pronged question. Do you have a signature scent like perfume wise and like candle wise? Do you have like something that's your go-to for that kind of stuff? Okay. Well, you totally just got to my next feel healthy thing, (laughs) which is I have like a perfume drawer. Oh my gosh. Wow. I'm just like a scent person. It's like my thing, like candle, the perfume, like I love a scent so I don't uh-huh. have like a signature because I like to try so many okay mm-hmm. but okay I have summer ones that I like I have fall ones that I like I like to mm-hmm. mix it up but I like scent just does it for me and like I feel like from a like experiential thing that like leads to wealth so much like there is this yeah. brand of candles that I like called hotel lobby mm-hmm and like that, right? Like, you know how like at some of like your favorite hotels or like really nice hotels, they just have a smell and it just yep. feels so bougie and stuff like that. That's it for me. And I feel like, again, it's like such an easy way to like recreate a feeling or, mm-hmm. you know, like a, a wealthy feeling. Yeah. And I feel like from like, I mean, this is like a component of wealth, but like becoming somebody who is memorable, like becoming Ooh, somebody yeah. worth remembering that is so related to scent too. Like if you think about like how you probably remember the smell of your dad and like, yes, just like little things like that. I feel like you can, people know when you walk in a room based on your smell, which sounds kind of gross, but it's cool. <laughs> it's something I always notice too. Yeah. yeah. Like I like if I like hug someone or whatever, like I'm always like, Oh, I love your smell or like yeah. that's such a, yeah, it's such your a hair thing. smells so good or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I love that. That's awesome. Okay. Let's do one more. We'll do a fifth okay. one. A built-in ice maker. We have like a built-in like to a cabinet or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Ice mm-hmm. maker that does like the nugget ice. Yes. And like 
Oh man, that does it for me. Like when, um, when we came to see this house that we have now, Mm -hmm. um, Kenny got here before me and I showed up like shortly after him. And when we went to like view it and when I walked in, he was like, wait till you see what they have in the kitchen. It was the first thing he showed me. And I was like, buy the house. I don't even care. Like I want this thing. Oh my Um, gosh. I don't know why that, but just like every day when I like get my pebble ice out of there or whatever, it feels so like, oh, this is just it. Mm. Pebble ice in your Stanley cup. I'm sure. But obviously, Mm. yeah, I am like fun fact, such an ice person. Like I probably am severely deficient in iron because I eat ice like all the time, but it is such a thing. Like it can change the feel of a drink. If you have yep. like a different kind of ice in it or whatever, I feel like bartenders know that based on like yeah. type of ice that they use in certain cocktails or whatever. So I think it's definitely a thing and just having it accessible. Like, yeah, that's another component of living your wealthy life is just having things accessible that you love and that make you happy even in small moments. So I think that that is part of it too. Our next guest's feel wealthy list is coming from Kelly. Kelly is a therapist, a private practice therapist who specializes in anxiety, and she's also a business coach for therapists. So listen in on her feel wealthy list here. So one of the things that you said is having a nice space and having experiences. One of the things you mentioned to me in one of our messages was that you furnished your house all at once instead of kind of doing it piece by piece because you were like, I just want it all done and I care about how it looks. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, I think that in general, I'm like a do it all and do it all right now kind of gal. Uh (laughs) Uh, But so we bought this house in Miami and it's, like a five bedroom, four bath house. We were moving from like a 700 square foot, one bedroom apartment. And so obviously we had a ton of like furniture to buy, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it was really fun doing it. Like we went to West Elm, we went to CB2, we went to like all these places and really just got to pick out what we enjoyed. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that was really fun. I think we did do slightly like room by room in terms of just like the mental energy but Mm -hmm. within like six weeks of moving in our house was totally just like done and furnished and that has felt like such a relief yeah um, to be able to say like you know I love to entertain too like we have people over we have like guest rooms for them to come and stay at we have Mm -hmm. you know like a nice living room set up we have outdoor patio furniture to hang out in And that has just been so fun to create this space that we're proud of and get to share with all of our loved ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that so much. And I feel like your space, it it means a ton for your productivity, for your creativity. Like it just makes a really, really big difference in your day to day. So I feel like moment to moment, even as you're like drinking your coffee, this is something like weird, but every time we move, I try to have like one vignette of a corner set up like exactly how I want it and I usually drink my coffee and look at that corner (laughs) yeah (laughs) because it's like nice to have like something that you're looking at that feels like you and everything and I can't imagine like being able to have your whole house be that as soon as possible is so cool we have a townhome in Durango and we were able to furnish the whole thing because it was a business expense and I was like yeah this is such a luxury just to be able to do like every single room. It was so fun to like make sure it all works together. So I love that. Okay. What's next on your list? 
maybe vacations and travel. Mm-hmm. How have your vacations and travel been different? Do you feel like you didn't vacation and travel before you felt like you had enough money or you do it differently? Or what do you think there? Um, a little bit of both. So I've always been somebody who loves to travel, but definitely working for somebody else required a lot more planning mm-hmm. and logistics in advance, needing to get approval. And then you know, definitely more like traveling on a budget. When I was younger and employed by other people, we did a lot of like hostels and stuff. Right. Um, and while that was really fun, it's really nice to be able to instead just look at like a bougie hotel on Instagram and be like, oh my gosh, that place looks so cool. Like, let's do it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or to go and try, you know, a cool restaurant that I saw on Instagram on traveling and order like all the things that are in the little reel of what you should eat. Mm-hmm. And just enjoy that meal. Yeah. It's been so fun. I think just having more of those choices and those experiences, we probably travel, like do a big trip three or four times a year, which is really nice. And then mm-hmm. lots of little stuff to like friends' weddings and family and, you know, yep. all that has been really fun too. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. What do you have next? Let's see. I feel like just like little things, like mm-hmm. my Pilates, my nail appointment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I really enjoy being able to like both of those are just ways that I spend time by myself and mm. that I love and it doesn't need to be like productive or lavish and not like going to a spa or getting like private Pilates but mm-hmm. I have like an unlimited membership I really enjoy that I go like probably five times a week um, yep. I get my nails done like every other week and that just feels like a nice hour or two for me to spend mm-hmm. by myself for myself, just enjoying things. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. It's like, those are things that like Pilates, you go five times a week, like nails, you probably go every couple, three weeks or whatever. Yeah. Like it's very ritualistic and it's like baked into your routine versus it being like just a, Oh, maybe if I have the time one day yeah. sort of thing. So I think that that helps a ton is just like making it um, the things that are for you and that like really help your mental health and just are a part of who you are to make that an essential and a non-negotiable, I think is super huge. Yeah. I love that. Okay. I think that that is, that's four. Do you want to share one more? Maybe a cool one is like, in like the freedom to turn down money when it doesn't feel good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That has made me feel like a baller at times. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I had, Um, is it helpful to tell like the specific story? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. (laughs) I had a brand reach out to me that was like a dream brand to partner with. It is like a system that I use in my business Mm -hmm. every single day. Mm-hmm. And I was really, really excited about the partnership opportunity. And we were going to do like $10,000 worth of content, which was awesome. They were hiring like a photographer to come to my home. We were going to do like a whole professional shoot. And it felt like super exciting. And then we were like reviewing contract terms and they wanted to use all of the content to run like paid ads. Mm-hmm. for their software, which is not something that I usually do as part of my brand deals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we went back and forth a few times and just couldn't find something that worked for the both of us. Mm-hmm. And that was really hard for me to walk away from both $10,000 is a lot of money for a day's worth of work. Yeah. And it was like a very cool opportunity. 
Uh, <laughs> but at the end of the day, like I run ads for my own business and and you can only sell so much. I'm like, I don't really want to be your spokesperson and all of this paid right. content for perpetuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so walking away from that, I think felt really cool to say like, this is a lot of money, but I have the freedom to do this and it doesn't feel good to me at this time. Yeah. And so I can say no and I can prioritize, you know, other ways to earn money. And yeah, that felt really huge. Okay, next we have Anna. Anna is a business coach over at the Heart Centered Entrepreneur. And Anna's version of a feel wealthy list is what she calls her happy, boring dream life. So listen in to Anna's list here. So 100% the first one that, and I love this frame that you're doing the podcast with, mm-hmm. that I did very early on, even before. I really was making a lot of money in my business was having a gym that I loved with like kick-ass childcare. Like Mm. I just feel like, and especially for me as a single mom, but even like non-single moms, I just feel like moms deserve gyms that like you could, your kids want to go to the kids center, right? It Mm -hmm. feels safe. It has big windows so you can spy on them. If you're feeling nervous, like you don't have any hesitation. Like for me, like, yes, I love, I have, that can be my second one is like my two babysitters, they're sisters. And they are like, Mm -hmm. kind of like nanny for my kids. But like, number one is just, it's so affordable for me. It was like our YMCA at first because YMCA just has such good systems of vetting their workers. But now it's like a local family owned gym. Like my kids will like help sweep up after and just like, it's like a family feel. But for me, like having a place where I can move my body, get the mm-hmm. mental workout every day, but also have a place where like my babies love to go like hundred mm-hmm. percent, my number one feel wealthy. Yeah. I love that. And it's kind of this idea of both supporting yourself while you feel supported because I think if you go to support yourself but you don't feel supported in taking care of your kids or whatever you're not going to be able to really drop into that activity no matter what it is so it really adds to that like okay if I have this in place then I can really get the most out of this thing that I know is great for me but it's not good for you if you are just stressed out about getting back to your kids the whole time. So I told you. Like that. that was my number one. Like I literally gym hunted both when I lived in my mm. old city. And then when I moved to my new city, like that was, I was like, I don't care what I do bar, pull out. Like what I care mm-hmm. about is that my kids feel good and I feel safe yeah. leaving them there. And so I literally hunted for gyms with that in mind. Okay. So the second thing you said are your sweet babysitters. Yes. So they're two sisters and the, the, mm-hmm. they're like, 18 and 21, but they're like almost more responsible than me. I love it. But they come, they've come like different amounts right now. They come about one time a week for a little while. I had them coming three times a week. It just kind of like fluxes on like what our family needs, but Mm -hmm. they are amazing. And that's what allows me to do my dancing classes. And again, Mm -hmm. like not feel bad at all leaving because like my kids ask for them to come. Like my kids, like like they bake together and like, they are so present with my kids and like probably even more present than I am. Right. Like Mm -hmm. playing Legos and building forts. And again, like maybe we have see the steam and the feeling wealthy list, but like when my kids are taken care of and loved and happy, I'm happy. Yeah. And so like having those two girls is just the biggest blessing. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like the I talked about this on another podcast episode when I I was talking about like building your 
life support bench. Like basically imagine you have like a support team and there's like people on the bench, like waiting to go in. And I got that idea from a friend of mine that talked about her babysitter bench. And she has like a lineup of babysitters basically because there are so many hurdles sometimes to doing what you want in your life. And even though you know what you want and what you want to move toward, if there's a hurdle there, then you are probably not going to do it or you're not going to feel great doing it. So I love that. Like, I mean, obviously it was a big goal for you to move in this direction of dance being a big part of your life and all of that kind of stuff. So that is essential and kind of moving that forward. Okay. What's number three? Let's see. It's uh, probably dance. Let's pick dance next. Why not? Okay. Tell me about your dance journey. Like what was the, if you guys haven't seen Anna on Instagram, she dances like crazy on her Instagram stories, which is just so fun to watch. And tell me about like, what was the turning point that had you going into dance? Yes. I'll probably cry. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. I think like when you go through hard things in your life, I think just the ordinary, boring, good things seem extra sweet. And, you know, in the last like 10 years, I've like had a lot of personal challenges. So I think like dancing Mm -hmm. has just been extra sweet for me. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, last summer I saw a YouTube video online of these two people dancing. I can share it in the show notes. Their names are Jansen, mm-hmm. yes. though they're from Germany. Yes. And I didn't know what style it was, but I was like enamored. Like, uh-huh. oh my God, what is this? And then one of my girlfriends, Adi, is super into All my friends basically are great dancers. Okay, I live in Southern California. Mm-hmm. I grew up doing musical theater and singing. Was not a good dancer. Case mm-hmm. study, like in musicals, a lot of times I would even get cast as the lead role. But mm-hmm. like during the dance breaks, put me in the back right yep yep uh-huh. <laughs> just wasn't my zone right that just yep. wasn't my zone so I am not a good dancer okay mm-hmm. <laughs> which has been extra fun to have that challenge of doing something you're like shitty at right yeah. anyway I decided to start taking bachata classes dance classes and learning and looking absolutely ridiculous which I do still lightly <laughs> but I started that last basically a year ago Mm-hmm. fell in love, didn't want to go social dancing. I was just taking the classes, but then I started social dancing too, to improve. And so I, if you're into salsa, bachata scene, that's what I do mm-hmm. somewhere between like five and 15 hours a week. <laughs> wow. That is so crazy. Okay. Do you have a fourth one? I think we have time for number four. Well, my house is number yes. four. I, after I saved 20 K for my freedom fund, my next goal was 200 K for, to buy a house in San Diego for my babies and I, and I, I was, I thought it was the right decision, but like, I wasn't sure. I like messaged Lacey, like, is this a bad idea? Like, (laughs) but like ever since I bought it, like how many months ago now, March, April like almost half a year ago now, mm-hmm. it's been the, and it's a tiny place. It's 850 square feet, but mm-hmm. like, I feel like the richest woman in the world in this mm-hmm. house. It's my walls. I bought it. My kids and I are safe here. I love my house. Next up we have Susie. Susie is one of the OG Airbnb educators. Um, She teaches people like you and me how to start Airbnb businesses and how to create it with almost nothing getting started. So listen in on Susie's feel wealthy list here. Side note, this is one of our most popular episodes to date. So you're going to want to tune into this little clip. 
definitely 100% my home and where I live. I live in Miami. I live on the beach and I have this amazing view and it took me a lot to get here. It took me a lot to get here, even feeling worthy enough to do it because it's not mm. cheap. <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. not cheap. Most people would say it's stupid and whatever, but I wake up every single day and I'm like, oh my God, like I love, I love you. It makes me feel so good. It makes me feel so freaking abundant. So I would say number one, my home. I love that. Okay. So tell me more about, because this is fairly recent, right? When did Uh, you? Yeah. Yeah, Probably about six months ago, I moved here. Okay. What was the kind of last tipping point that had you moving there? Well, I kind of have, you know, I was, I was one of the people that moved to Florida during COVID Mm -hmm. and lived in Fort Lauderdale, found the manifested, I should say this house on the beach, basically. And I lived there for a year. And after my lease ended, they basically said, you have to get out because we're going to raise the rent because everything was skyrocketed here. Yeah. 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 So they kicked me out and I didn't know what I was going to do, but I decided to actually go um, back to my hometown. My mom lives in Pittsburgh. And since I did, since I was kind of like displaced, I went there for a year and spent, you know, time with my family. And then when that was up, I really just sat down and I thought, okay, So I lived in Seattle, which is the other half of my family lives there. I lived in Seattle and California for 20 something years and all my family was there. And, you know, that part of me that wanted to people please and give my family what they want, wanted to go back to Seattle. But another part of me was like, but you felt so good in Florida. You were so Mm. abundant. You loved going to the beach every day. You, you know, why would you go back to a place you really just don't even like and the weather freaking sucks and you know, all that kind of stuff. It, it was hard to make that decision, but I ultimately just chose my happiness Mm -hmm. and manifested manifested this condo as rents are insane or were insane they're going down yeah. but yeah and I got a deal on it and it was literally the exact view that I had on my like vision board type of a thing mm-hmm. okay what would you say is number two on your feel wealthy list well along the same vein going to the beach every single day mm-hmm. so I literally wake up and I take my dogs to the beach. We go swimming. I get my steps in. Sometimes we stay an hour. Sometimes we stay three hours, but Mm -hmm. it just grounds me. Sometimes I do a walking meditation. It's just like the biggest up level thing you could ever do for your entire life. Well, for me, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, yeah. So that Mm. has really just changed my entire life because I like getting into nature. It's where I have most of my intuition, my downloads, things like that. And just doing that every day has felt so abundant. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I, I think that points to the fact that like, we know these like actions that support us in terms of like walking or 
doing meditations or like spending time with your dogs or whatever, but the environment can change that so much and can really just take it to the next level in terms of how supportive it is. I love that. Okay. What would you say is number three on your list? Like probably like a couple things. So going to the spa, Mm -hmm. (laughs) literally (laughs) going to the spa. I don't mean like massage envy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's a difference here. And I didn't know that until I started doing it, but yeah, yeah, a, a very nice hotel. That's like two doors down from me. And I will go there and just like unwind and get a nice massage and sit in their quiet rooms. And, you know, it's not cheap. So most people would not be able to do that. And I just feel every time so fortunate and abundant for doing it and and really just being able to have the money to do, to just to do whatever I want. You know, it's like mm-hmm. when you have the money to do whatever you want, you don't do whatever you want. You're aware right. you're not going to go blow money. Well, you could, but like, you know, that gets old really fast. But mm-hmm. like when you have the money to do whatever you want, you you find out what really moves the needle with your happiness, mm-hmm. with your help, with your wealth, with, you know, all those kinds of things. And just to be able to do that, to be able to leave, get out of my car. I live in a building that's valet and valet only, and like go grocery shopping and just literally tell the guy, can you bring these up and have cash up here? It's, it doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. Use Instacart, use whatever. It's like all those things are just so life-changing. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But I love what you said about, because my the big thing that I want like our audience to know is that like, you don't have to wait until you have like on paper, everything you ever wanted to like feel all of these things. And so I think the biggest thing there is like being very intentional with experimenting on what moves the needle for your health or for your kind of mindset or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like just kind of being present to like, oh, okay, well, how could I recreate this environment? Maybe I can go to a hotel, a fancy hotel and work there for the day or whatever, and like soak up the vibes there. Or I definitely get the, like a massage just isn't a massage thing. Cause we have, we live in a very small town and we don't have a spa. And I'm like, I'm not just going to go get a massage here, like just for the sake of doing (laughs) it. So I want to like go to Durango and like have the spa experience every once in a while, instead of like just adding a massage to my calendar every week. So I feel like that that intentionality is the theme and being willing to say, okay, I'm going to experiment with this thing and see if it works. And if it does, then I'm going to take that note and kind of experiment with the next thing or whatever. So I love that idea for sure. Okay. So also valet parking would be one. Is there anything else you want to share that would be on your feel wealthy list? I think on more of like a material level, I Mm -hmm. think like I, I, I'm a person who just like loves my car. You know, it may, it actually just makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, you know, just having a luxury car after driving a, a Honda and a Toyota my whole life. <laughs> yeah. That can be life-changing. And I think something to note is 
not everything that is quote unquote expensive is going to be your thing. Like mm-hmm. I bought expensive purses, expensive clothes. I never use that shit. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe a purse, but most of my YSL purses and you know, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff just sit in my closet and I'm over that shit. Like I'm just done with yeah. it. Yeah. So those, those things aren't my thing. I think more so, you know, like a nice car or one nice purse that is not a fancy purse. That's something I could use every day. That feels good to me to have those Mm -hmm. kinds of things, but yeah, not like just buying anything because Mm -hmm. again, it just gets old. It's like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think that runs along the line of like, just intentionality and experimentation too, because you have to feel like, like that is something, your car is something that makes you feel more like yourself and the purses aren't right. Okay. Next we have my dear friend, Kim Argett singer. Kim is a business coach who has a mission to help you create success and make money on your own terms. I loved chatting with Kim on her episode about her move to New York City and just about how much mindset work really goes into having an abundant coaching business. So listen in on Kim's Feel Wealthy list. The the first one here is maybe going to sound a little silly for everyone. So I'll give some context, but it's having so much overflow that I can get coffee out anywhere I want in the city, anytime I want. And this is not a Dave Ramsey thing. This is when I was starting my business and I moved to New York city and I had started working with my coach. I was living so tightly, like for paying like New York city rent and all of the things. And every penny went back into my business that after all Mm. my expenses were paid, I literally couldn't afford a cup of coffee out because there was nothing left over. And it is just one of my simple pleasures and joys is to there's so much good coffee in the city to get a good cup of coffee with my husband and just go for a long walk. And it feels so wealthy to know literally every day for the rest of our life, we could go get coffee out, go for a walk and it would never make a dent. So that is like my number one on there. I love that so much. And I love that. Like, it's not just the coffee itself. Like, yes, it's like experiencing the good coffee because yum, but it's also just like elevating the moment itself of like the walk feels more fun if you can have a fun drink with you or whatever and not have to worry about like oh did I spend too much on this kind of thing and so I think it's just like that freedom in being able to have your everyday moments feel a little bit extra or more totally I'm gonna share one little other dorky thing on this when I was in college I did I thought I was gonna go get my PhD so we were doing a lot of research and Mm -hmm. one of the things I was researching was helping an author was around like actual happiness and like what makes you have a higher happiness quotient and one of the things was literally savoring the little things and that we get more happiness from the small everyday things and from the big banner moments like graduating college or making a million dollars and we think it's in reverse so i've just literally had in my mind since college these are the things that actually make us happy and i think it's everything you're talking about there's such an abundance and overflow of i could have this every day but it, it is such a savoring moment and Mm -hmm. like it makes you feel wealthy so there's some like nerdy science to it as Mm -hmm. well so the next Mm -hmm. one here is maybe not quite as tangible but hopefully this will land for everyone I feel very wealthy knowing that we have the abundance and overflow and I mentioned this a little bit earlier but that my husband and I can both literally live our life by design and we very Mm -hmm. intentionally work to do that my husband's an ex-actor he got laid off 
just after COVID. And we intentionally decided because of the wealth this business is bringing through and the abundance this business is bringing through that he can go back to acting. And so he's acting again. I have a business model that is all one-on-one and everyone has told me to scale and make more money. I should be doing something else. But because I feel like I have abundance, I feel like I'm allowed to choose the business model I want and I don't have to pick something just to make money. And Mm -hmm. that feels so abundant and wealthy. I love that. Okay. What is number three on your list? Okay. So um, this is like kind of a a big one, but because I I feel like we went from coffee to this, but I recently have been obsessed with, well, I've always been obsessed with art. I'm an ex-actress. Like I'm an artistic person. My husband is an actor. So I really feel wealthy and abundant knowing we have the resources to invest in the arts in some way, shape or form, Mm -hmm. whether that's going to see a Broadway play, whether that is to support a friend who during COVID is an actor, whether that is, we just recently invested in some artwork from a friend of my husband. So that is definitely on like the bougier side of things, but I think it has such a deep meaning for us. And we get so, I feel like it pays me back times a thousand. So that I would say is probably number, these are not necessarily in any order, but the third one that comes up for me. Okay. Next up, we have Kelsey Kerslake. Kelsey was one of the first people who I knew in the online business space and one of the first people to kind of give me like her stamp of legitimacy. So she's very special to me. This episode with Kelsey was really centered around the concept that she has adopted of this is who I am now, of taking on a brand new identity whenever she steps into something new. And so if you haven't listened to the whole episode, it would be a really good one to tune into, but um, take a little look at this snippet of her feel wealthy list. So I just was like looking around me and the first thing I was like, Ooh, okay, I am getting my Olipop. And Uh these are these like natural sodas, but they're like $3 a can. And so they're kind of excessive. Like why are you spending $3 (laughs) for like a soda? But that is like one of my, like, I always have them in my house. Like they're in my little wine cooler in our bar. And like, Mm -hmm. I have my special like Olipop fridge. And so I guess that's pretty extra. (laughs) Yeah. I also feel like, so I don't know if this is the case at your grocery store, but at mine, you have to pick them one by one. So it's Mm -hmm. like, you kind of add up in your head. You're like $3, $6. (laughs) Yes. I started getting them on Amazon in like 12. Oh, nice. Okay. So they're, but they're still $3 a can, even if you order them from Amazon. So it's not saving much doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it kind of is like the, you feel like it's sort of a guilty pleasure, but it's also like kind of healthy. So you feel good yeah. about it instead of it being just like a regular soda. But I do feel like, cause I could just chug diet Cokes all day, but I feel like it's like yeah. this special moment where I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to sit down mm-hmm. and have my Olipop. I was like, I'm having my Olipop for the feel wealthy show. And it just like, yes, I love it. It. it feel very special. So yeah. Do you have a favorite flavor? Is it that one? I think the orange creamsicle I ran out, mm. but this is like a very, this is the strawberry vanilla and it is a, mm. a second favorite. So yeah, I love yeah. that. You have a wine fridge. Yes. So we, I guess this is like another huge, like feel wealthy moment is that we moved into our dream home in Mm -hmm. January. So literally when my husband and I got married, we were like, what would be our dream experience uh, to live in? And we were like, we'd be on acreage in the country. We'd have water in some way. We would have like 
just something I've always wanted is like really tall ceilings, just a lot of like space in our home. My husband wanted a barn when I, when I was like, okay, fine. Like we'll build you a barn one day, but we literally found like our dream home that has the barn, the acreage where we have an acre pond and we're on a river and mm-hmm. we have like 11 foot ceilings. And oh my gosh. it's just like, we have this bar with this wine fridge and like everything that I could have ever imagined is like, it's, it's here. Okay. So number one, Olipop, number two, your dream home, which those are like totally different ends of the spectrum <laughs> in terms of size. What would you say is number three? Okay. So I feel a little awkward saying this, but I'm going to go there just because I feel like this is the show to open up about it. Sure. But getting Botox is, oh. yeah. Okay. Tell, mm-hmm. tell us more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I started doing this after I had my son this last year, because I would like smile. And I just was like, oh man, my thirties are hitting me hard. (laughs) Let's talk about this. And so I had a friend who is in California and she's just like, Botox, no big deal. Like everybody gets it. And like being Mm -hmm. in the Midwest, like I'm the only person that I know. So different. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to like embody future Kelsey. And I think future Kelsey, like does this kind of stuff. And like, I really enjoy beauty and beauty products and things. And I was just like, I'm going to do it. And I was like, if I hate it, it wears off. Like it's not that big of a deal, but I ended up doing it. I freaking love it. I'm obsessed. Mm -hmm. I feel Mm -hmm. like the best version of me every single Mm day. And yeah, it was just like the best decision I made for me. So I love that. Okay. So my best friend works at a med spa and she also gets, I mean, I'm sure she's fine with me saying, but she also gets Botox. She talks about it openly and is like, you need to get it. Like this is your next step. And I have been in my last week of my turning 31 depression. And so I feel like this is kind of a sign. I do this with a lot of things. Like I got my eyes, um, my eyebrows microbladed and I got my lips yeah. lip blushed. And so I was yeah. so nervous, like getting face tattoos <laughs> and like, cause that's like permanent stuff. Like who gets their face tattooed? Like as my husband, yeah. would say, like you're getting right. tattooed. Um, you're not getting like a tear under your I eye know, or something, <laughs> but yeah, that all of those things, I feel so nervous the first time. And then as soon as they've been done, I've been like, why didn't I do this sooner? Like it was yeah. just incredible. So, and I love those things that like make you feel the way you want to look without a lot of work day to day. Like it cuts Mm -hmm. down on the makeup that you have to put on or like even I would argue saves you money in the makeup department because you just need less of it. But I was going to ask you about the lip blush thing. So doesn't, does that wear off? I think it lasts for like three years, but if you can, I know we're on a podcast, but like, I don't have any lipstick on right now. Yeah. Like they definitely look, it's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They look pink. So yeah, Mm -hmm. that's That's awesome. But it isn't like that much of a difference where you, I don't know, like you can't really tell. Right. Right. It's not like you have Barbie lips or anything like that. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) Another, just speaking of the face stuff, I do get my eyelashes lifted and tinted. So okay, all about like, I just want to wake up with gorgeous all done. So that was <laughs> yeah. the last one. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you that, just want to embody the I woke up like this kind exactly. of feeling. <laughs> I, I'm all about that life right now. So <laughs> yeah, I love that. 
Okay. That was number three. Give us another one. So, I mean, a lot of this is like my house. So I have nature walks on our trails, being around water, my flower stand, I'll I'll say plants and trees, having them around the house. So this is like Mm. a tree that I grew from like one little leaf and I have like another one. And I just like feel like I'm cultivating my own like indoor oasis with all of my Mm -hmm. plants, which feels very luxurious to me. Mm -hmm. Another one is, I guess, so the family heirlooms and antiques that I I have around my house. So most Mm -hmm. of what I have is stuff that is like, passed down from my family. And that just makes me feel so, I guess, connected and very like special. Like everything is not like, you're not going to just get this at the Target or the Ikea. Like I can't go Amazon link my dining room table. Mm-hmm. It's like something my mom had made that like now I have. And so mm-hmm. even on my fireplace, like I have these silver, they're like not sconces, but like bowls that I have little plants in mm-hmm. they're from like my great, great grandpa. And I'm just like, oh, so cool. these like, I don't know, just like family things that mm-hmm. I just really, really treasure that make me feel happy and good every time I get to look at them. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I feel like things that are like irreplaceable is such a different vibe than like getting home decor off of Amazon. And finally, we have Elise. Elise is another sweet friend of mine, and she has such an interesting story we talked about on her episode because she had two side jobs while she started her business, and she remained in those two side jobs until she had like a steady income. And so she has a really interesting story, but On this episode, we talked really about that mindset surrounding the beginning of her business. We talked about the one thing that you have to get really okay with if you're going to blow your own income threshold out of the water. And then we also talked about whether or not you should make your bed tightweight before you slide in for the night. So it was jam-packed with juicy nuggets, but take a look at her feel wealthy list here. It's really important to not have to feel like my business is the only thing that brings in money. I feel Mm. like every time I feel like I have multiple avenues for money coming in makes it feel like pressure is just like, does not work for me. It just makes it feel Mm. lighter. It makes it feel fun. It makes me feel more excited to go after other goals. And so in investing in the money I make is really, really important to me, which is, you know, can sound super boring, but something that I I personally love. So Mm -hmm. we have invested in different properties. We're currently going to be building a home and then moving into it, but with the site of it, like making us money and like being Mm -hmm. a long-term investment. And I've just done that a few times over. And it's been so cool to see how that makes you money in other ways. And, and really also just like makes me feel so safe because I don't have to feel like I've just got to constantly make more money in order to do what I want to do or like be able to retire when I want to retire or travel or do any of that. So Mm -hmm. that's something that just makes me feel super in overflow and like, I've got so many different channels flowing and like that mm-hmm. makes it feel so good and totally takes all the pressure off the business, which I think is just so important. It was a big mm-hmm. reason why I got two jobs at the beginning because I yes. knew 
that not having so much pressure on the business was what would really support me. And so I'm always kind of looking at that in different ways because I just know it works really well for me. So mm-hmm. that is, and it's super fun to be like, I want to be, so my, as I mentioned, my husband works in property development. I'm like, I want to be like one of your big investors. Like that sounds yeah, so fun. That like, is fun. Yeah. He's, it's not a lot of, you know, women or <laughs> under you like any women really. It's usually mm-hmm. like lots of older men that are like their main investors. I'm like, I want to be one of your main investors. So yeah. that's like a fun little goal I have for myself too. Yeah. Okay. So number one is your business not being the only source of money, what would you say is number two? Honestly, little things that bring me joy is like Mm -hmm. just something that helps me to feel really freaking good. So I am Mm -hmm. a very basic bitch in the sense of like, I like really basic things and like, yeah, I love my silk pillowcase. I love the fancy sheets I get to buy. I like mm-hmm. love having little luxuries that just make me so happy. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so, you know, knowing every time I slip into bed, I'm like, I literally think I say this out loud every day. And my husband's like, you were, you were really into these sheets. I'm like, oh, they are, don't these feel amazing? Like, aren't these just <laughs> the best? <laughs> and like, get really oh my gosh. I love that. Are they a certain kind of sheets. Yes. I, I'm not remotely a promo, but like Sheet Society, best sheets in the world. Sheet society. They're like extra deep. So like you never oh. have to stretch the edges. They've got like a little tab at the bottom. So you know which way is up and down. We have like nice. a king beds, which can be such a pain in the butt to like change sheets on, but it makes it so mm-hmm. easy. Like those little things that they're like smooth as butter. I splurged in some linen sheets. It's hot mm-hmm. where I live. I can highly recommend for hot climate. So yeah, I love that so much. Okay, what's what's next in terms of like little joys or big things? Yeah. So travel has just always been mm-hmm. such a thing for me. I did a ton of travel around uni when I was young. And I mean, living literally on the other side of the the world from my family, it's just so, it's always just been so important to me that I can like go whenever I want, fly whenever I need to. So like, you know, I've surprised my mom for Christmas without her knowing I was coming home and like, I don't think my grandma is 90 and she sometimes listens to my podcast, but I I don't think she'll (laughs) find this one. So I think Uh I can share it here, but we're going to surprise my grandma for her 90th birthday and fly home in March and just being able to do that and just see the look on people's faces where I scare the crap out of them, (laughs) but also I delight them to be able to like, just do that is so, so, so cool. And just the best Mm -hmm. feeling ever. And yeah, travel's just been so important to me. So we recently celebrated my 40th and we were over in Maldives and Asia for like a month. And so, you know, being able to take big trips, being able to go for little weekends away and like stay at really nice places is just one of my favorite things in the Mm -hmm. entire planet. Yeah. I love that so much. Okay. Hit us with one more. I think we have time for one more. Okay lucky last I I it's really for me it's like so the small little treats too so in the Mm -hmm. sense of like I love being able to surprise I remember when one of my best friends had her first baby like being able to surprise her with like meal delivery or Mm -hmm. like having something that would just make her life significantly easier (laughs) 
mm-hmm. and just being able to do that just because was just like the best freaking feeling in the world. I've shared my passion of sheets with my family. Like everyone in my family has gotten those mm-hmm. as gifts. Like just being able to spoil people in ways that I know they would never do it for themselves is like one of my favorite things of all mm-hmm. time. Cause I feel like, I mean, so many of us are like that. Like we would do something, we would buy something nice for someone else, but we wouldn't buy it for themselves. And so I, mm-hmm. I just love doing that for friends and yeah. family and those little surprises that just like, what's better than getting a surprise delivery? Like nothing. Thank you so much for listening in on this episode of the Feel Wealthy Show. If you love it here, then be sure to leave a five-star rating or review for the podcast. When you leave a five-star rating or review, you'll actually be entered to win the Feel Wealthy feature of the month. That's where I snail mail you something from my very own Feel Wealthy list as a thank you for supporting the podcast. I'm also a firm believer that the highest form of flattery is a recommendation, so I would be honored if you'd shout us out on Instagram. Be sure to tag me at Jess Jordana so I can gush in thanks in the DMs. It really means so much. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, I hope you remember that an absolutely essential part of creating real tangible wealth in your life is choosing to feel wealthy now instead of waiting for later. Talk to you soon.